Good morning. This is Monday, October 13, 2014, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on today's front page. Dallas nurse contracts Ebola virus. GOP right still has doubt about Christie and worry in Dallas with disease on the doorstep. In today's national headlines, U.S. finds many failures in Medicare health plans, Alzheimer's breakthrough as team replicates a diseased cell, and new research that shows infants may be at risk sleeping on sofas. In today's financial headlines, Canadian Line talks to CSX about a merger. Leaning forward, MSNBC loses ground to CNN. And IMF warns of global financial risk from monetary policies. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, Dallas Nurse Contracts Ebola Virus. The story is written by Manny Fernandez and Denise Grady. A nurse here became the first person to contract Ebola within the United States, prompting local, state, and federal officials who had settled into a choreographed response to scramble on Sunday to solve the mystery of how she became infected despite wearing protective gear and to monitor additional people possibly at risk. The news further stoked fears of healthcare workers across the country, many of whom have grown increasingly anxious about having to handle Ebola cases. The confirmation on Sunday of the second Ebola case in Dallas, four days after the death on Wednesday of the first patient, Thomas Eric Duncan, 42, a Liberian national who arrived in this country in September, opened a new and more frightening chapter in the unfolding public health drama. While the new Ebola patient was not publicly identified, officials said that she was a nurse who had helped treat Duncan at a hospital here and that she may have violated safety protocols. It was the first confirmed instance of Ebola being transmitted in this country. Officials expanded the pool of people they'd been monitoring because the nurse had not been among the 48 healthcare workers, relatives of Duncan and others whom they were evaluating. The Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommended that health officials look more closely at the protective gear that nurses, doctors, and hospital assistants use when treating Ebola patients. It also was considering the idea that patients with the virus should be transferred to hospitals with special containment units and experience in treating the disease. The Dallas Hospital at the center of the two Ebola cases, Texas Health Presbyterian, which sent Duncan home on September 25th under the mistaken belief he had a sinus infection only to have him return September 28th when his conditions worsened, was facing renewed scrutiny over whether it had properly trained its workers. The CDC said it would conduct a nationwide training conference call on Tuesday for thousands of healthcare workers to ensure they would be fully prepared to treat a patient with Ebola. The care of Ebola patients can be done safely, but it's hard to do it safely, Dr. Thomas Frieden, director of the CDC, told reporters Sunday. Even a single inadvertent innocent slip can result in contamination. The stricken nurse reported a low-grade fever overnight Friday, officials said. It appeared that she drove herself to the emergency room of Presbyterian Hospital, where she worked, and was admitted and put in isolation, the official said. 
the woman was in stable condition on Sunday. Speaking on the CBS program Face the Nation and later at a news conference, Frieden said questioning of the worker had not identified how a breach had occurred and the cause of her infection was not known. He said everyone who treated Duncan was now considered to be potentially exposed. We're deeply concerned about this new development, he said.